0: What's up, guys? This your boy Josh and thanks for tuning in to the podcast Just to Care for Gary. See, today I'm in St. Louis, St. Louis, my second favorite city besides Gary, Indiana, and I'm visiting my good friend Chris. See, Chris and I figured out that we are cut from the same cloth. We're both just cares from Gary. see, Chris later on moved to Indy, you know what I'm saying? He basically grew up in a single family home similar to me. But you know, when I go to St. Louis, you know, I love visiting in the free tourist attractions like the Gateway Arch or the museums and zoos that they have here. And you can't forget about the delicious food. So we're gonna go first see how Chris is living. Let's check it out.
1: how's it going on, man? man i'm doing well uh-huh. early mornings here in st louis is so.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful movie it, it is it is yeah i remember when i was here like i i pretty much had good mornings here like every morning it was always like nice and sunny uh-huh. or a little bit of cloud but yeah pretty much it. man but thanks for having me in your crib man this is a beautiful pad i
1: appreciate it appreciate yeah, it man. yeah
0: man. what how did you find this place
1: um so moved to st louis in 2017 um mm-hmm. uh, um we're used to like the traditional apartment style so uh was doing some apartment hunting and ran into some lofts so i was like man i want to live in a loft oh, exposed bricks yeah. exposed duct work and all of that type of stuff um so i met with a realtor um she showed me some apartments around the city mm-hmm. um also uh, went on like zillow and all the other search yeah, sites yeah, to you know yeah. uh, do a lot of research to see what i liked uh, stumbled upon this uh was in the price range so you know i you know, continue down the path with the realtor and we um, are here today. Damn, man!
0: That, you know, I think that the most important part when you're finding a place mm-hmm. is finding something that you like. Yes. You mentioned like you wanted that brick, you wanted that dog work. Mm-hmm. So like, I think this is a really like dope place, man. Yeah,
1: and it's quiet um, and it's safe. You know, St. Louis might get a yeah. bad rep, but I'm in a safe area, uh, secure parking. Yeah. Uh, so I want to come court, back home, want to come back home for some comfort. So uh, <laughs> you might want to pay a little extra gotcha. uh,
0: for a peace of mind. Okay. And how like, how long do you see yourself, like, staying in St. Louis?
1: Um, I can see myself staying in St. Louis for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, been here two years. Uh, definitely wouldn't mind staying longer if needed. Just right. really depends on, you know, where work takes me. And, gotcha. And I'm open. I don't have any kids, um, so I'm open to move yeah. uh, pretty much take, anywhere. take your time right Yeah, yeah, yeah. now.
0: And, like, so, um, do you like moving back? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because we, we talk about mm-hmm. Gary and all that other stuff, but do you just say, like, maybe one day I'll go back to, like, Indiana? <laughs> uh,
1: for a good cause. They have a great cause for me to move back to Indianapolis. Right. Uh, I don't see myself moving back to Gary, but I can see myself right. moving to uh, Indianapolis in the future. The cost of living is low. They right, got right. great yeah. schools and community, yeah. so uh, I can definitely see myself going back. Um, it's going to have to take the right dollar and um, you know, the right woman to get me back. <laughs> I think I got the right one to get me back, but, but you know, yeah. it's in discussion.
0: it's, so all, it's all the time. <laughs> yeah. All in good time. You gotta it's uh, man, life is always about like figuring out like what's the next step. Like you can always be like, all right, this is what I'll do uh-huh. to Z. So like basically like for me, you know, I'm in like central Indiana uh-huh. and like I get the I get the question all the time. So when you coming back home uh-huh. and I'm like in good time. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. good timing, you know, like everything happens for you know what I'm saying, you got to take your time, you got to plan a little bit, mm-hmm. so I think that like, like, it's always like best to do that man, but um, bro like, I remember us talking like back when I was in St. Louis, uh-huh. man, and we used to talk about like, you know what I'm saying, like just being from Gary and like just kind of like, like the, like similar backgrounds, you know what I'm saying, you had people that grew up in uh, like Gary, then they, you know, later moved to Indy, um, and we like both share kind of similar backgrounds, because uh-huh. we come from a single family home, so how was it growing up in a single family home?
1: Uh- Growing up in a single-family home, I didn't really understand the the um, importance of it, or you know how it could hinder me in the future. Right. Uh, so the way my mom raised me um, was to just to be, you know, genuine to people. Um, I didn't really see her struggling uh, as a child. Um, we we did struggle, but I didn't see it as a child because she did a good job at you know hiding that from me right. uh, to make sure that you know my needs were met and you know that I was living a comfortable life uh, to help me succeed in uh, school and sports at the time. So. Um, you know you have lonely nights lonely days as a single you know well i'm a single raising a single parent home and i was the only child so wow. uh lonely days yeah yeah yep. so <laughs> I always trying to you know find things to do find people to hang out with uh friends so i think my mom did a good job in placing me in different you know environments um with new friends and you know family members right. and i got a big family so they kind of helped you know lessen that burden on my mom right you know, right, right. Uh, having to do everything on our own.
0: See, I, bro, well, I agree. And, um, well, I, I look back at, you know, a lot of the things that, like, we had to do as kids, mm-hmm. right? Uh, So, like, being in a single family home for me was like, my mom, she's at work. Yep. Like, imagine being at <laughs> like, home in the summer. It was, like, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> bro, like, literally, like, I can remember trying to, like, go outside, play ball, uh-huh. but, like, low-key, like, we didn't have much money and, mm-hmm. like, much food. So, like, we had to go to summer programs. Mm-hmm to like get bread like get food and they'll serve us food and they will like play but it was always just trying to figure out what to do during the summer Uh and uh because she was just like working so bro like when You talk about being born, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. Summers was always
1: long because you didn't have a car, no money, nothing. Um, so you just have to, you know, find a way, and that's when you become creative. You fight with your siblings if you had siblings, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. if me it was my cousin, so okay. Um, I how
0: many, how many, how many like cousins did you have, like growing up, growing up?
1: Uh, so my age, I had one, and his name is Akil, okay. Uh, so we spent a lot of time together, mm-hmm. um, and then. I had, you know, after a while I started having, you know, my cousins start having kids and they started coming mm-hmm. around and mm-hmm. um, was babysitting them for, us. not a lot, but you know, they would, you know, come around and I would, mm-hmm. you know, mess with them, fight with them and play and stuff. So um, I had other alternate, you know, cousins, sisters and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So mm-hmm. cousin brothers, I would consider them uh, growing up. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I um, cousins always like are the best like in some way because they're like not related to uh-huh. you directly like your sister or brother but they are yeah so it's always like good and when i was growing up we had like my cousins like they had moved from louisiana mm-hmm. and then came back to like gary and they was staying with my grandmother for a while and so the vibes were good uh-huh. as long as they were around but then like when they weren't then i just, we just had a, my brother and sisters uh-huh. to just like pick on them and stuff like <laughs> that so but like then like I think about um, you know, growing up as a kid and we talk about like, you know, where we at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you look at the challenges that you faced as a kid, um, what switched your mentality? Like what was the thing that for you you was like, you know, I'm not gonna count myself out. Uh-huh. I'm gonna like try to do something, try to be something.
1: Okay. Um, let's see. So I grew up in sports, so like in men or people in general are just competitive in that way. So right. the people I was hanging out with um, had a desire to go to college, had a desire to do more than just, you know, play sports or. And what did, what did you play? Uh, football and I ran track. Oh, all right. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep, OK. Yep, yep. So, all right. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, me being surrounded by them is like, OK, if they can do it, let me try to, you mm-hmm. know, do this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how to get there, but I have a support system. Uh, To a certain extent, you know, they can like, you know, push me along and say, okay, you know If they doing this, you know, try to get you there Right um, It's going as well, so Mm -hmm. I hope that answered that question um,
0: Yeah, man, like, I think like um, A lot of times sports, like, we don't realize Mm -hmm. Like as black men or just men in general How big of a, like, or how important it is Or what that plays in our life Mm -hmm. We gain gain brotherhood From it, we, some gain discipline And so like, growing up playing sports Like for me I started just playing recreational uh, sports. Mm-hmm. Like I was always on the court, bro. Like every single day <laughs> of my life, dog. Like I was on the uh-huh. court. So a lot of times I would get in trouble for trying to play basketball wow. like, on the court. Uh-huh. Yeah, because my mom she wasn't at home. Mm-hmm. Right? We talk about those long summer days. Uh-huh. She's not at home. She's like. Working her butt off, and she's trying to figure out where her kids are. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm like, man, I need to play basketball. I need to be active. Uh-huh. It was nothing, and you really didn't have much to do. So literally, like, I would just play ball, mm-hmm. and literally from sun up to sundown,
1: building a lot of character. Building out there a lot of cooler. character, <laughs> man. And it,
0: it did, man. And like I, bro, I would, because when I first started, like anybody that first started trash, right? definitely, I get pushed around. You know, I'm so saying I wasn't great, and then like just like the guys that you know, what I'm saying I played with, they was always like pushy. Like, you suck Like yeah, it was yeah, hard You're yeah. like bro like you garbage dog. Like, you suck dog. <laughs> and i man i had to just like get to the point where i was like i'm gonna get better mm-hmm. and so one summer it took me one complete summer but i just like started start like like focusing on how to like play and stuff like that and it just like changed like you know send the dynamic on uh-huh. me. so i mean like sports always been like like a huge thing
1: yeah it is i mean we, we can see a lot of the similarities um um, playing sports to life and, you know, everyday living, discipline, uh, got to be on time to things, Yep. Um, yep. Team, teamwork, <laughs> sometimes, whatever sport you play, it might be an individual um, thing that you got to get done by yourself, so mm-hmm. it's a lot of correlation between the two.
0: Yeah, um, so you after sports, what was next?
1: Okay, after sports, so I played sports all the way up until college uh, very shortly, um, and then I got injured, tore my shoulder up. Dang, bro. Um, So it was like, uh, you know, I got to come to, you know, reality, like, okay, what's next? I know I'm bigger than sports. I know I have a a bigger purpose. Wow. um, Real
0: quick, that's a a huge statement Mm -hmm. to say because I don't think a lot of people understand like what that means. Mm-hmm. When you when you what do you mean when you say you're bigger than sports by the way?
1: Uh when I say I'm bigger than sports like uh I don't want to be defined as um an athlete. An athlete. <laughs> uh so just you know at, at the time I was a student athlete um but you know I want to be more like I want to be Chris he was an athlete and he did this this and that at school. So um I knew that um, kind of um, take my mind off of you know being an athlete in sports and it kind of helped me with my um, like people skills and uh, just being able to you know network and you know just start building myself up mm-hmm. in a different light outside of um, right. sports so right. and a lot of athletes struggle with the transition from um of being an athlete to you know just yep. becoming a regular
0: member of society, society yeah. as, as it's so yeah so called yeah. so um We talked about like you, like transitioning Mm -hmm. from like sports and then deciding that you're gonna go to college. Um, Why did you choose TSU?
1: Um, So some cousins went to TSU in the past. We went down to visit. Mm -hmm. I seen the environment. I was like, oh man, I gotta get here. I gotta get down to this. You know, the homecoming. Be honest, it
0: was the women. The women, was, it was a lot of
1: women, a lot of
0: options to choose from. Uh,
1: it was out of Indiana, Indiana, that was, I wanted to you know explore something outside of Indiana, yeah. so I wouldn't have to be super close at home, but still driving distance. Um, and it was somewhat affordable, I would say that, uh, for my mom, you know, to kind of help assist along the way a little bit. Uh, so after I see my cousins go down there, I was like, man, I gotta be a part of this. So uh, I ended up transferring from Marion University down to TSU, dropping a scholarship just to be a part of that experience. So uh I would say that was probably the biggest risk I had took at that time. Right. Uh, right. And, it, and it paid off big time.
0: See, I know TSU is a is a HBCU. Right? Uh huh. So I went to a PWI okay. right? and like my experience was like weird. Right. Because, for example, like the, there's no culture there, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm talking like, <laughs> like hammocks. <laughs> kites, you know tents, (laughs) Uh um, bikes and and, and dogs and all this other Uh stuff that like doesn't like really like say like as a black person I'm going to enjoy my experience. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your HBCU experience. Uh, So you
1: talked about kites and dogs and all of that. We, in some HBCUs you can't even step on the grass, you know. (laughs) 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 So uh, definitely didn't see a lot of kites and Mm -hmm. people like laid out on the lawn and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Man, I had a great experience. Um, um, it's, it, it was always positive to see, like you know, my peers doing right. positive things in the community, uh, making you know huge impacts um, uh, politically and on campus and off campus, mm-hmm. uh, whatever they were involved in. So it kind of like gave me some, you know, extra motivation. Like you know, there are African Americans out here wanting to be doctors, lawyers, uh, you know, businessmen. So uh, I was able to see that, and it kind of you know helped me boost. Uh, my self-esteem up uh, to know that I am, I am worthy and I do have a place
0: in society where I can, you know, um, you know, make an impact. So. Man, like, bro, we get beat down so much. Mm -hmm. Like, we, it's so, like, incredible to hear that Mm -hmm. because when you start finding out there's others that are doing, like, great Mm -hmm. things, and that's why, like, the podcast was created because like you know i'm i'm from gary you're from gary you know you got family in gary i got family in gary and if you know anything about that city we literally don't see a lot of positive light like mm-hmm. we don't see doctors we don't see lawyers yep. if we do we hear about them in a very negative or derogatory like uh uh frame mm-hmm. and, and for the most part like I I start believing in like myself too cuz like I agree man I, when I start understanding there's like other black amazing people out uh-huh. there that are doing things then I'm like oh, okay this is attainable uh-huh. but I think that like this has to be like a highlight like people have to see this mm-hmm. stuff yeah, definitely. in order to like believe in themselves uh-huh. you know uh, a lot of times I think that our vision within Like, just this this world that we live in is so skewed Mm -hmm. because we don't have nobody that looks like us Mm -hmm. on a, like, huge or mass platform, you know what I'm saying? When we have, like, a a huge or a big group of people that are, like, you know what I'm saying, like, changing the world, being architects, Mm -hmm. being engineers, you know what I'm saying, working at engineering companies Mm -hmm. and working at, like, companies that, like, you work with, like, Mm -hmm. for example, like, what made you choose, like...
1: A Boeing company, <laughs> okay, uh, like, that's so, huge by the way, yeah, 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 it is, it is, and I didn't understand it at the time. Uh, so, uh, Boeing and plenty of other companies come to TSU to recruit uh, mm, specific okay. for you know um, uh, whatever major that you're in. So, it, at the time, Boeing was coming to uh, recruit for the supply chain, okay. Uh, I was a supply chain major at Tennessee State, so um, didn't know anything about Boeing. I uh, went into the interview with very little knowledge, uh, but they just didn't ask anything about the company. I uh, just wanted to learn more about myself. Uh, so I went through the interview, uh, got the job. So Boeing, for those who don't know out there, uh, it's an aerospace company um, across the world. Uh, so we make you know, commercial airplanes, we make fighter jets, um, weapons, uh, satellites, spaceships. Uh, Anything you can think of that flies or
0: is underwater, Mm -hmm. uh, we probably have our hands uh, touching on them. Wait, so you're telling me like the like the the airplanes that like we see every single day. You're working for the astronauts that fly in spaceships. You're working for this company. Yep,
1: and and the military, you know, a lot of the U.S. military
0: military equipment. You work for (laughs) the yes. Wow. All right, man. Let's talk a little bit more about (laughs) that. Okay. So like um if you work working for you know you're working at the Boeing company you know tell me what was your first day like? Uh, so I started off as an
1: intern so the first day uh, coming in I never worked in a corporate office mm-hmm. uh, my only two jobs growing up was at McDonald's mm-hmm. and I valeted all throughout college mm-hmm. um, but a lot of the experience that I was able to talk about to get the job was from my involvement on campus mm-hmm. so when I first walked in the office um, there was a lot of students from you know these big universities, Mm. great background, resume is uh, pretty sharp and you know, here I come. (laughs) Um, Very nervous, yeah, 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 very nervous. I was always sharp, you know, buttoned up (laughs) slacks, you know, gotta come clean. (laughs) Got to. Uh, (laughs) So walked in the office, I'm like, man, you know, I don't know what the heck I'm about to Mm. do. I don't know what job I signed up for. Still, you know, at that time, I really didn't know what I was getting myself into um so i'm a procurement agent um it's a buyer so anybody who needs something from the company uh they request it and i will go out and buy it for them wow so um so like you're the middleman uh definitely the middleman so i work with engineers and it focals and also uh businesses outside of boeing Mm -hmm. uh to help you know obtain their um, goods that you know that the, these people need to you know create the products that we're selling. Mm-hmm.
0: And are, are you both for most of your parts? Is it outsourced or Bowen has like these other like companies that they're because, like, honestly, uh-huh. think about yeah, it you fly the plane, like, I'm, I have to make sure that I'm getting product <laughs> <Yeah>. from credible, <laughs> yes, quality products. Right, so, right, right.
1: <laughs> um, we do outsource uh-huh. and we also make things in house, okay? Um, so. Uh, what I'm working on now, I'm a software buyer. So whenever these engineers say, hey, I need this piece of software, yeah. I will work with that software vendor um, to, you know, negotiate and get the terms and conditions mm-hmm. together um, to make sure that the company is protected um, and we're, you know, building the best
0: product of right. our customers. Right, so, right. Yeah. Man, that's, man, you, that just blew my, because yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. You don't think about that. Yeah, job. yeah, you definitely
1: don't. And I think about it. didn't know what I was getting into. Like yeah. I was saying earlier, never heard of the job before. Okay. With um, college and just my experiences growing up helped me um, prepare for a lot of the things I, you know, deal with on a
0: daily. Gotcha. So what do you see yourself transitioning? I mean, do you see yourself staying at Boeing? Um, and for example, I know you just, gra- you know, graduated with your master's in uh, IT. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you see yourself, like, graduated to another position? Mm-hmm. Or do you see yourself, like, you know what I'm saying, taking off and just, like, like I'm going to do this <laughs> <stuff>? <laughs> uh, So, what's next,
1: essentially? Uh, so, I got my master's at, at Webster University in IT management. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that's here in Missouri? Yeah, that's here in St. Louis. Wow. Um, so, uh, Boeing paid for that education. Uh, so, that was the extra no perk stuff. of the company. No so, stuff. I took advantage of that. Um, so what's next? So I was a supply chain major in undergrad. Mm-hmm. Uh, always had a passion, or was very interested in IT. Uh, so that's why I went back to get my master's in that. So what's next? I'm trying to transition in, I'm trying to transition into a, a um, IT role at, mm-hmm. at the Boeing company. I mm-hmm. uh, got some things in works. Uh, can't talk on now, but hopefully in the near future, um, I, sh- I should make that transition. So it is a career change. So mm-hmm. right now I'm in. Supply chain, and then I'm going to a complete opposite.
0: And what's uh, IT like? Define that, like for people that might not know what
1: uh, IT is. IT is very broad, so IT can um, um, encompass, you know, coding, um, um, project management. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Um, building software. Mm-hmm. Um, Selling yeah. software, just anything, you know, even with our phones, people are building apps mm-hmm. on it. That, that's considered it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have people building apps at the company for whatever product that they're using.
0: So, um, now here's the crazy thing, man. You, you talk about building mm-hmm. apps, right? And like when I first got to like to uh, college, um, I thought about building an app, uh-huh. and like I got like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I got a little afraid. I was working with a great group of guys Uh by the way so crazy thing is the first out that we had thought about right you this is going to blow your mind (laughs) by the way so um in college man i'm like i meet two other guys Mm -hmm. one uh he was initially my business partner um and the other guy like he was just this this random guy that just we we just connected Uh right and so we just started talking about business and all that stuff we was just like always in that space Uh And I had right before college, see, I, I feel like I was always be, meant to be an entrepreneur. Uh-huh. So, like, it was always just something <laughs> about it. Like, uh-huh. I was always into it. And so, I meet these guys, and we're sitting down, we're talking. It's like, all right, what's the next idea? Mm-hmm. Like, what, how can we? And what we start asking ourselves is, how can we help our community? Yep. And at the time, we was at Ball State. So, mm-hmm. it's like, how can we help that community? Yep. And so, you know, um, I don't know if at TSU, but I'm pretty sure you had mentioned that they do. But we have something uh, like a career fest mm-hmm. uh, or some type of career day mm-hmm. where uh, companies come into our school. And I mean, all across the globe, by the way, is, and they basically are like scouting, yep. you know, they trying to find it, figure out. Find the that talent. Yep. That's it. That's it. And so we were saying, well, what we could do is we could like. And this is before, by the <laughs> way, this system existed. Okay. We was like, all right, what we could do is we could create a database, an app, mm-hmm. that allows students to uh, like create a profile similar to LinkedIn. Okay. But what it is, is it was within the network of BSU. So mm-hmm. if you went to Purdue, it would be peer, uh, Purdue's network. If it was TSU, it would be TSU's network. Okay. Whatever that network you ex- like, you were in, uh-huh. like we would create it for that network, right? So you'd be like connected to all the possible jobs within your industry, outside your industry, mm-hmm. and basically, it will have all these like like informations and ways to contact, you know, mm-hmm. this, all this stuff. So he's like, all right, this is it. So we, we're, we're sitting down and we're typing out our uh-huh. business plan and we're going at it. I mean, we're freshmen in college, yeah, though, yeah, so yeah. like we're already <laughs> thinking, right? So we're freshmen in college and we're thinking about this and we're like going crazy. And then I stopped to think and I was like, hmm, I'm like, fellas, you know, we can't think we're the only person that thought about this mm-hmm. idea, because quite frankly, this is not this is not something that you know, just just popped out of thin air. So we start thinking. I was like, let's go, let's go do some research. So I get online and I look it up, and sure enough, Ball State had already created. I mean, just created. Oh wow, that software. Dang. Okay. It wasn't in an app at that time, uh-huh. but it was just online. And what it was, it was a way to connect all of like the students with you know the potential companies. companies. Okay. Yeah. And we was like, man, like, could we still push? Like, maybe we could push for the idea of an app because it would be easier for students to, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we're millennials, we love things, quick and stuff like that. But it just blew our heads. Uh-huh. So, like, when it comes down to app, man, and understanding the IT, like, or just, just getting into, like, software, what do you feel like the challenges are? Like, as far as, like, developing an app? Let's talk a little bit about that. And even, like, you know, creating software.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. So... Yeah, that might not be a question for me, but because I'm not a developer, I don't know okay. how to code. I don't know okay. how to do any of that. So mine is the masters I got is uh, um, kind of in the middle. So it's like hovering business and IT. So I didn't right. get too deep into coding and uh, mm-hmm. development and all of that stuff. So uh, I don't think I'll be able to answer that gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, in a but, good way.
0: But But I think that it's it's still interesting to like understand like mm-hmm. how softwares work uh-huh. right you know what I'm saying I think like for like a lot of our viewers like if if you ever like thinking about IT work it's something that is really really like mm-hmm. complicated yeah it is it is but it's, it's but at the same time like you know there's YouTube mm-hmm. and stuff like that so for example even when I was thinking about creating a software I went online and I started looking at all these like Ways to create it, and it was all these like codes, codes yeah, yeah, <laughs> mad coding. So I, I was like, all right, I'm gonna take a class, uh-huh. and I took a class on coding, and uh, man, by the time was it was it Python?
1: Oh, Python. It's it's one of the languages. Yeah, I,
0: I I'm trying to think, HTML, HTML,
1: uh, HTML. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it was HTML. Uh I didn't do well in that class mm-hmm. and the reason why is because I I decided to take it online. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, if I'm going to be doing something like online, I wanna do it on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Online to get basically like help me understand it, but bro, like honestly, I failed. Yeah, uh, it,
1: t- it takes a lot of hours to, you know, yeah, learn that language. Cool. It's a new language. It's a new language. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Yeah. So uh a lot of a lot of those jobs, coding jobs will get taken over by um robots or you know uh, bots in the crazy, future so a crazy thing. Um, a lot of people are still coding but it's, it's slowly becoming a thing that you know technology can handle it on its own so sure. they need people like myself and others uh to kind of still bring that human factor in to you know manage these yep. it uh, implementations within companies see, so, that's,
0: see that's actually good to know
1: yeah
0: um that you know like like robots are actually taking over our jobs. Yeah, yeah, they are. But this, here's the thing: is, like, there's like who's managing the robot uh-huh. So now we gotta start <laughs> learning how to manage robots. Yeah, now.
1: and people. So and people. And the that people aspect in wow. there. So, um, that's how I'm coming into it. Uh, got the business knowledge. Now I'm trying to learn the IT
0: uh, side of the house. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know, to yeah get things going
0: for sure. And you talked about like, you know, you're looking at growing in the you know at Boeing mm-hmm. as far as IT do you ever see yourself getting into some other things within the company
1: uh, yes yeah, so I'm heavily involved in they got an organization called um, Boeing Black Employee Association yeah. uh, so we host internal professional development ev- events um, for the internal Boeing community mm-hmm. um, it's welcome to anybody you don't have to be African American to okay. participate in whatever events we might you know uh, host. Um, I'm all, I'm also a member of the, the National Society of Black Engineers. Mm-hmm. Um, not an engineer, but I do have a passion for STEM, mm-hmm. so that's science, technology, engineering, and math. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do a lot of uh, internal events to Fort employees, uh, interns, uh, grade students from you know elementary all the way up to uh, recent college grads. So mm-hmm. uh, we host different. Um, STEM activities here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at our booth, it, let's say we were at a STEM event, so we might have a flight simulator, um, wiki board, we might have the AR headphones, I mean, not headphones, but like eye, eyeglasses, mm-hmm. um, and other like STEM uh, related activities for students to, um, you know, put their hands on to see like this is um, science, this is mad, you know, they kind of mm. get, you know, an idea yeah. of what that is, yeah. and it correlates to, uh, a lot of companies, Boeing and other, mm-hmm. you know, tech companies out there, so, uh, just trying to get, you know, kids exposed to, you know, those, uh, career fields at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And, 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 and do they do that with just in the St. Louis community, or are they, are they like, spreading it? Oh, uh, so
1: that's nationwide, them? so there's a Nasby chapter, mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure, in every state, uh, across the United States, so, um, if people are listening. You don't. You just go to nesby.com mm-hmm. and type in your city that you're at, and there's one. Uh, a chapter near you really so we could, them.
0: so like for example like we could even like find out if there's a chapter near Gary
1: yes I'm sure there's a chat I don't know what it's different regions I don't know what region that is mm-hmm. uh, but there is a chapter in Chicago I'm pretty sure okay uh, so Chicago is pretty uh, obtainable for mm-hmm. people in Gary
0: so good- I mean maybe we could I don't know like maybe in the f- near future what we could do is we could figure out how to like like get in contact mm-hmm. with um, the chapter in Chicago mm-hmm. and see if we could do anything, something in Gary, go, we got have like convention centers and spaces like that. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see if uh, okay. we could get like, cause like it'd be interesting. I know kids want to know. Oh, oh. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll hear> that. <laughs> um, but I know that kids want to like learn more about, um, you know, it mm-hmm. and maybe like, cause like, bro, I'm going to be honest with you as a kid, that's all we used to see uh-huh. besides like what was on the ground level was airplanes. Yeah. And I will always think, man, how could I like you know get up there and like, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're gonna have to try to figure that yeah, out. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that's definitely a good idea. Uh so I'm big on exposure. Was okay. exposed as a kid to some positive things and that just had my mindset, like, oh I know there's more out there. Mm-hmm. So I think Nesby or any other like STEM related um um, organization mm-hmm. would definitely be uh, beneficial to you know the city yeah. uh, and getting kids involved because it starts with the kids. Yo, you it know? does, man. Uh, That's the change. Yep, it is. That's the but we don't want to leave the older folks out. You know, they still have you know opportunities Absolutely. for development as well. So Absolutely. seeing their kids um, do these type of events and get involved might you know motivate them to you know want them uh, motivate them to uh, want to do better for themselves and. Uh, so you even say
0: adults could actually learn about STEM and actually like. You know get involved with these things too
1: yeah yeah they can um whether they're supporting their kids or take like courses whether you know um at the community college to mm-hmm. learn coding or learn um, whatever you know their interest might be there's a lot of free um, uh, apps and websites that you know people can go to to you know learn a lot of this stuff okay um IT-related, sort you know, per se, mm-hmm. um, or even engineering. There's a lot of articles out there that you can read. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, those tools are available.
0: Man, that's that's incredible. I didn't know that. Like that's, mm-hmm. And I think that's really good, yeah. yeah. Um, especially if, like I said, in the near future, we're going to try to figure out how to like organize that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I mean, mentioned that up, because my boy Jamel Johnson, by the way, shout out to him, he wants to start looking at ways that we can incorporate STEM programs okay. back in our city okay. here. And so, you know, he was like, you know, maybe it's this, maybe it's B, maybe mm-hmm. it's C, maybe it's D, uh, but maybe it's both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might be Boeing, or
1: we can do it outside yeah. of, you know, Boeing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There, okay. I wouldn't be opposed to that. For sure. There is a Boeing and Gary, which I found out, uh, and I never knew that. Really? Yeah, yep. it's a small facility, so the executive planes are housed. Uh, somewhere in Gary. Okay. I don't know exactly where. Is I'm it, sure it's an airport it's somewhere. Near the airport. It I was
0: yep, yep, yep. It's near the airport. So we okay. got some employees out there. Hmm.
1: Yep. Okay. Never knew that. All
0: right. <laughs> hey, so like talking about like, you know, like STEM programs mm-hmm. within Gary and how we can like enrich our community. What are some ways like you feel like uh, you could change, you know, saying our community or what is the way in your opinion?
1: Hmm. Like the community of Gary or the just, of just in general? City, man. It's gonna need, I think it's gonna be need to be like a drastic change, whether that's some st- structures going up, new buildings, or new activities for people to you know start getting involved in, mm-hmm. um, and people going back um, that are doing successful, um, either to like you know motivate the community or like you're doing even going to the you know the the governor's office and you know promoting you know your initiatives with the city guys like you to go back to you know to do that and reach on your network to you know you know come up and you know help in any shape or fashion so I'm willing to you know do whatever I can you know to support you know along the way because you know we can do all this talking but we do need some folks on ground to you know to make some things going to get going yeah.
0: absolutely. I, I, I think that that's the, the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that we can all go and like pursue our careers, mm-hmm. but I think that as we get educated, and this is the reason why for this podcast, I think like as we get educated, you know, as we become more involved, mm-hmm. I think that it's important for us, those ones that understand, to like start giving back. Mm-hmm. And it's, it could be done in a small way, it could be done in a large way, but I think it starts with just education. Uh-huh. I think it starts with, you know, like programs that we can you know bring Mm -hmm. um and even our own initiatives you know saying we can go talk to those governor governor and government systems excuse me those Mm -hmm. government systems to like say hey you know this is something that i think that we should think about Mm -hmm. you know i think that it's important for you know our our city to start thinking about these certain things so for example like i believe in the education system um needs a lot of changes Mm -hmm. so i feel like one big thing Mm -hmm. That you know, I'm initi- uh, initiating and working on is finding a better like education system uh-huh. for people to get their kids to school, uh-huh. pick their kids up, and just have like the right. Like I think it's I think the the start of education is actually back at home, not actually at school. Definitely. And if people feel good about <laughs> uh-huh. dropping their kids off, then they're gonna feel good about picking them up. Mm-hmm. They're gonna feel good about doing homework with their kids because it's just this like this is just this is better system uh-huh. that we have so i'm i'm working on some couple of okay. ideas i'm gonna let you okay, know okay yeah future, yeah let me know maybe off camera <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned like being in a single family home um and all the challenges that it come with. we talked about that earlier mm-hmm. um, and you know i like to ask this like question especially like from kids just from gary mm-hmm. or just kids from gary um what would you say your superpowers are like?
1: Uh, so some of my superpowers, uh, I'm adventurous. Okay. Um, I'm a big risk taker. As I talked on earlier, I dropped a scholarship to go into debt, to go to TSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm also funny. So I like to joke around a lot mm-hmm. to, you know, break that awkwardness and meeting people. And, mm-hmm. um, so I take pride in that, mm-hmm. you know, my, uh, humor. Yeah. Yeah. Cause life is short. <laughs> it you de- enjoy it <laughs> definitely is short. So <laughs> anybody that knows me, I'm always joking around, smiling and, uh, not too many people seeing me, you know, pretty frustrated and mad, so I'll
0: mm-hmm. I take pride in that. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, man, look, thanks for, like, inviting me to your crib, man. Uh-huh. I, I I love St. Louis. It's, like, literally one of my second favorite okay, cities. Okay, I hear you. And so, like, it's actually a pleasure to come back, you know what I'm saying? have this conversation with you, but um, do you have anything to say to the people directly, man? Uh, anything that you want to, like, give, like, tips and tricks on, like, basically how to, like, better their lives mm-hmm. or, you know what so basically like, just like do something amazing.
1: Um, yeah, so I'm not a preacher or anything, but I do suggest, you know, people that, you know, take a risk and um, uh, go for whatever, you know, you have a desire for and write some goals down and put it in your, the area that you are at the most. Like in my bathroom, when I brush my teeth um, and I look right, I see my goals. Like every morning I'm brushing my teeth or I'm washing my hands. So that's, that helps me out a lot. Um, so I'm just, you know, pumping that in my head every day. Like, okay, I need to do something to get to this goal every day, uh, whether that's big or small. So uh, I really appreciate you, you know, selecting me to be a part of the podcast. Uh, I was definitely nervous at first, nervous at first to right. do this. Uh, but you know, the warm conversation kind of yeah. helped along the way. Sure. Um, so continue to do, you know, these positive things and. Uh, yeah 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 feel free to reach out uh to me at social media yeah yeah okay
0: yeah we're gonna put all that social media <laughs>
1: oh.
0: uh but go ahead okay. social media
1: uh at really izzy on um instagram Yeah, uh, i'm pretty heavy on there so uh feel free to reach out um yeah yeah i really appreciate this it's man I'm, I'm ready to see what you put together yeah so appreciate great. it josh yep. <laughs>